I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Here we are at the transmission party, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. A barn burner at Molyneux and Arsenal host Liverpool this Sunday. It's Friday 2nd of Fair by Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Shiver me timbers, it is Friday. Oh, is. what a result that is, lads. Mr. Worldwide. No, you're jumping the gun. Always. Yes, mm. that's true. Not only is it Friday, yes. it's David Jason's 84th birthday, oh. Pete. Do you want to take the opportunity to, to wish him a happy birthday? Come on, Dave. I'm going to fall through the, 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 the bar. <laughs> oh, there you go. Good. Oh, I fell through the bar. What's the telly? You the telly. I'm sorry. Yeah, David Jason, star of Only Fools and Horses, of course. A British classic. <laughs> a British yeah. classic. Like you, Marcus. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, a British classic. <laughs> we were having an argument about no, no, um, British see. plugs last night on WhatsApp, weren't we? We weren't having an argument at all. Um, <laughs> I just You gave me a compliment there. Can we just move on quickly yeah, exactly. before you yeah, ruin sorry. it? Sorry. Beautiful okay. British classic, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Like bangers and mash, isn't he? Like a Bentley. He's like bangers and mash. In a or Bentley. A, a fight in a bus shelter. His cells are rusted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, before we talk about that barn burner at uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers last night, a reminder to catch up on the latest Ramble Reacts where that guy Peter and that guy Luke talked about goalposts made of what's it's mm-hmm. uh, Darwin Nunes uh, on stage at Ronnie Scott's I did appreciate that by yeah, the way um, uh, and whether they would replace their dads with chips 
Chaps. You also covered Liverpool uh, <laughs> beating Chelsea as well, in a way. Um, so do listen to that. Hit subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. I thought it was a vintage episode. It was vintage uh, episode. The great thing about doing ones with Pete is I haven't really mm-hmm. got to prepare. Because I can't no. prepare. Yeah. Because no. he's going to catch me out in some way I've not thought of. Mm-hmm. So there's no I, point God really it. Yeah, Perhaps more of a vintage episode in that... Uh, oh, I you want know, to sell him? Yeah, yeah he was just, it was uh, cut price stuff. Yeah. You know? clean, clean me up and sell me on. A lot of fighters have been on the app. I, 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 uh, I turned up to the show today with some... Um, football boots that I turned up to 11 aside uh, at mm-hmm. at the weekend yeah. uh, I bought the two sizes too small version of the shoes um, so little tip you say the version you mean you just bought them two sizes <laughs> you just bought them two sizes so too small it's a smaller so version <laughs> Who says that about shoes? Is this a coupe shoe? The size I need. <laughs> walks, walks back into the shop, but I appear to have purchased a smaller version. <laughs> Can uh-huh. I have a four-door? <laughs> <laughs> the SimCity version. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, um, yes. Why did you, did you want to... Just What's inaccurate. your plan? How are you uh, going to sort this I'm out? I'm just saying that um, no, uh, usual uh, professional footballers don't turn up to uh, matches uh, with uh, shoes two sizes too small. Mm. You'd hope not. not. What they do. You also drove the boots here. Because there's in tape the hope here. There will be tape in the studio. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just been on my mind all week, and I'm like, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to no. send them back to Adidas. No. Yeah, they're, take they're, these they're predators back from one predator to another. Take these back. <laughs> <There you are. laughs> oh yeah, good. Very good. Deary me, Wolverhampton Wanderers three, Manchester United four. Speaking of predators, oh, from a goal. What a match. Absolute it, it, battle, wasn't it? It was just I mean it was Susan Perb for the narrative yeah. that Marcus Rashford scored after five minutes. Yeah. Because everyone was talking about him, you know, um basically essentially every single pre-match um, interview now of Eric Ten Hag involves him yeah. dismissing or brushing under the carpet some kind of quote unquote internal matter yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Rashford goes and does that mm. about five minutes after Rio Ferdinand criticised him for not uh, looking like he enjoys playing for Man United anymore by showing old footage yeah. of him scoring his first goal for United and being quite pleased about it mm. well yeah. it was very bizarre yeah it was a very very strange was against Midtjylland was it that game um, I can't it was early it was. on but yeah, yeah. Like it, it, he goes into the crowd and gets to celebrate yeah, yeah, yeah. Crowd, yeah. And but he, I mean, he scored a lovely one there. The perfect way to silence some of those critics and even his manager. You're going to drop me now, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, an amazing start. Manchester United looked very, very good in that first half. They did. Mm. You have to say, like it, Wolves weren't in it at all. Manchester United dominated the game, and obviously they did win the game. But well, I, they dominated at the start, didn't they? Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yes, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in that first half, they were they were, mm. they were very, very. They good. also looked like they were enjoying it. Yes. For the first time in a while. Mm. One, one, of the, one of the highlights of the whole thing for me was Rasmus Hoyland celebrating his goal like underneath Craig Dawson. Just going, <laughs> yeah! While Dawson's just laying on top of him, going, ah, fucking hell. Ballon Dawson. <laughs> Ballon Dawson, Dawson is, yeah. is known there, yeah. I very much enjoyed um, uh, Luke Shaw. No, it's McTominay, sorry. McTominay's um, knee slide. Yeah. Mm. He gets real um, height before he goes into can... it. It's absolutely perfect. Let me say something here, right? You might not have picked up on this. Mm. Pete is obsessed with the great execution of of those kind of things, aren't yes. you? Yeah. Because when just, you're a kid, you try to do a cleanse when yeah. you break your elbow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. secondly, you really appreciate the distance and the height in, involved in the knee slide celebration. It's just impressive. something else. Like it was like um, it was like a wrestling move. It was amazing. You, you were the kid at weddings. Oh, big time! The slide <laughs> on the he was. He is the kid at weddings. <laughs> Wasn't invited to weddings. <laughs> uh, well, you left mine too early before the music started. Is he no. had too much pop? That's what people say about people. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I was just going to say on on the game itself, just to pick up on what you said. <laughs> it, you know, the, the, the kind of top line will be that you know Wolves battled their way back into it and then lost in the last minute, yeah. which obviously did happen. But really, 
another story to that is just that they started so slowly and so poorly that it enabled May United to really grow in confidence, I found. And I found that really strange because Wolves have, have been in good form. Mm-hmm. You know, they're at home. Um, they haven't lost for a wee while going into this game. Mm. And I was astonished given that United are essentially crisis club, just lunging from one crisis to the next. Mm-hmm. Even if they've not been, even if your opinion is they've not been that bad on the pitch or whatever, there's a huge amount of press about how chaotic it all is. And I was surprised that Gag didn't say to them, get after them early, <clears throat> get on your, get the foot on the ball and, and, and hit them with some decent tempo, get the crowd up and we can do something here. That, they were so flat for the first yeah, what, but I think 25, that's what Wolves minutes. usually do against, you know, arguably better, obviously not league table, but, but um, better opposition. You would say that, that Wolves usually come out and really take the game to them, but they just didn't, did they? Well, no, I, they, couldn't, they couldn't get anywhere near it. Well, sometimes they play counter-attacking against the bigger sides, but I, I see, that's not how I would look at that, Luke. I look at it as, Manchester United flew out the traps mm. and, and didn't yeah. let Wolves play. And I think that Fair could enough. have w- caught Wolves by surprise because of all the reasons you've just said, you know, these Wolves players will, will be aware of that. But with, you know, Rashford scoring early on and then, and then Hoyland not that long after. And they also had a lot of chances, Manchester United. It's, it's part well. of the conundrum of Man United, isn't it? You look at those players and, like, you know, position for position, man for man, you think, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good. But for some reason, it doesn't quite gel. The first half was a, was a great example of it gelling. And the second half is a great example of where there is something in there. Mm-hmm. That just leaves them really, really vulnerable at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they still mm-hmm. won the game. We can't. Yeah, we, we can't and, and also, as well, you know, Wolves with with the sort of um, you know three, uh, well, sort of two latish goals um, as as well. I thought Wolves always looked vulnerable, as it, as yeah. it proved to be. So it, it became a bit of a ding dong in in the second half in a way that Manchester United, their game management was was just not up there. You know, they're two nil up. You know, Wolves don't score until the 71st minute. I mean, it's, the, it's um, only the sixth game in Premier League history to see five goals scored in the final 20 minutes. Nice. Al- although, you know, two of them deep into injury time, the kind of injury yeah. time that you didn't get back in the day. Yeah. Um, but I, the Manchester United's game management, as I say, 2-0 up, probably should have been three. You know, they're, they're, they're going to get yeah. chances. And there was, I mean, when Manchester United were 3-2 up and Neto, you know, the breakaway and score, it's, it's deep into injury time. Manchester United have a corner. They commit loads of bodies forward because yeah. Wolves catch them on the break. It was almost as if it, it, Manchester United were a goal down. Okay, yeah. the game management at that point seems like it was really poor. As a neutral, more please. Yeah, I, I love think, it. Yeah. Right? I think it's, even though they went on to win it, that is really poor. Yeah. You know, they, oh, yeah, they gave themselves a situation was, to, to it, climb out of. It was about 30 seconds after they brought John Evans on as well. I know. For an, t- for, I think for Ganacha, like for an attacking it player. It was. You could see Ganacha was a bit pissed off because he knew there was maybe something left in there for him and, and the attacking players. Yeah. It, it was a funny old thing. Mind you, though, Eric Ten Hag did say in the lead up to the game that his players need to manage themselves. <laughs> so perhaps. Doing himself out of a job. Yeah. Guys, right, I've, I've tried everything else. Yeah. Have you thought about just turning it into some kind of Lord of the Flies type scenario yeah. where there is no authority? So who manages you to listen to me? Yeah. Maybe listen to someone. And listen listen to someone. I want to know that you can. Or a couple of the players just look up and go, sorry, who are you? <laughs> Bruno Fernandes going, I'll take it from here. Then, yeah. You know. um, yeah, the first half, second half, it was very, very different. But my goodness, that second half, and particularly the end, was was something else. And, and we've talked about this game for, for long enough without mentioning Kobe uh, Mainu. Yeah. Because that guy, we know he's a good yeah. player. He's only 18. He's very young. The goal, though, Pete Donaldson. 
That's a beauty. What did you ever do at 18 was... that was as good as that? Yeah. Just I was like, you knees, weren't you? There's a bit where he kind of puts the ball through a player's legs. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Which was gorgeous. Yeah. And it's that kind of like nutmeg in the modern game where you're like, did they even mean that? Because it yeah. was so smooth. Mm. Yeah. Um, I thought the defending was atrocious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But They've just got he, themselves he did, an equaliser. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah. It, they were knackered. They, they were obviously knackered. They were, yeah. Put him on his left. I think Wolves at the back were absolutely, Gomez and um, docker in stuff they, they were just making mistakes all over they weren't great in possession they, they were just really really poor um, and, and even out of possession as well yeah. with, the, with the goal itself but yeah what what a finish and what a, an end to a game it was really really good stuff I mean that the way he took that goal was stunning yeah that you, we, we'd expect well you expect is the wrong word if Jude Bellingham did that was another young player as well mm. you'd think yeah you, you, we see him producing these moments sort of time and time again what I love about um, the modern players if you like and, and really in this country because I suppose you, you would argue that maybe players on the continent have been doing this for a while but he really plays as a more he's seen more sort of as a defensive midfielder I suppose yeah uh, you know playing in front of the back four that kind of thing perhaps he'll he'll play elsewhere or maybe be used elsewhere as well but that's I think at the moment that's kind of what we've been seeing and, and, and certainly been told again an eight, you know, a player years ago from this country who's playing in that position probably wouldn't really be capable of that probably wouldn't mm. think of doing that but the levels of, of, of skill the levels of, of finesse and ball control and, and, and all the rest they of it they just all come through academies or that indeed now. but that's yeah. that's what I mean it's, it's an example of, mm. of a much more complete footballer but it was a beautiful goal I mean, and he's a great talent oh it's fantastic and this is, this is the, that is the kind of moment at a club of that size which really kind of galvanises and a player and, and and starts to set a reputation. You know, if you, there's players that come through into the team, and for a while, if you're not watching that team particularly closely, like you're not a fan of the club or whatever, you don't actually notice how many appearances they got. You start to notice a player, and you go, "Oh, he's played five or six times in the league cup or whatever," and he's mm-hmm. kind of coming through. That kind of moment is unignorable. And if he kicks on from there, given the talent he's got, he could be a really important player for them. I, I think a lot of the talk going into the game was about Tommy Doyle and, and the fact that whether they're going to make his move permanent in January or not um, from Man City to Wolves uh, for a cut price fee given his quality of he, uh, given his quality but actually in the, in the midfield area it was, it was mainly who took all the headlines you know and that's that's how football can go sometimes but it's, it's an amazing goal what, what did you think of the um, penalty decision by the way because I actually thought that was a penalty but everyone seemed to be in disagreement with me I think there's a big appetite for finding these kind of um, decisions problematic, but yeah, I was the same. I he kicked him on the shin. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's mm. exaggerated contact and stuff, but mm. there's no way VAR's ever going to overturn that because it doesn't meet the threshold. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't think VAR would overturn it. But it, 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 exaggerated contact is a sort of different conversation though, isn't it? But um, I think that was a good example of it. He's gone gone, gone there looking for it and got it, but... Well, yeah, but this talk should, now. Should that yeah, but be... the level of contact mm. does matter because we, you know, we had this when Calvert Lewin was sent off at Crystal Palace, and I was kind yeah. of understanding of it, yeah. and that got reversed. And people said, "Yeah, but he never went in that hard," you know, and and, yeah. and so on. And I was proved to be wrong because, yeah. you know, it was it was that's sim- a fucking glorious moment in my opinion. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I had sympathy, you know, yeah. and, and where are we without sympathy? Quite frankly, <laughs> yeah. But, so morally, you were right, spot on. I, I, if you think so, um, but uh, that's for others to say. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't possibly. But there say was that. there was talk at the start. There was talk at the start of this season, I believe, about the idea of consequential contact and all that kind of stuff. I mean, and this is very it, very it? different, very oh, yes. very complicated. Ultimately, he's kicked the guy on the shin and he's gone down. And really, I mean, that's that's all it is, right? I don't understand yeah. why people were so up in arms about it. Pete just wrote that down just in case he needs to say that consequential contact. consequential <laughs> contact. That's yeah. what he say when he sends his football boots back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've worn them, but there wasn't any consequential <laughs> contact. Nothing I do on the football field is yeah. consequential. <laughs>
<laughs> going forward anyway. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, I mean, the, the the funny thing is with this win for Manchester United is you you think you know what that little thought in the back of your mind is. Is this a platform to... No, shut up. No, 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 actually, no. part of the reason that we think that, though, is because if you are going to sort of drag yourself out the doldrums, uh, in, in, so certainly long-term doldrums of, of, as Man United found themselves in, what you need is a kind of core of, of homegrown players, right? And he looks like someone who is going to provide a platform for a long time and give them some identity. Have we not seen these players before, though? We They're have. Just kind I suppose of, like, Marcus Rashford is by... a great example of that. Don't but... forget um, Mamari Forson came on and got an assist as well. Another young player. So, I, would, yeah. I would say that it's it's great for Man United fans who have been watching some pretty turgid stuff this season where you've got 10 minutes on and the rest of the match off. I think it's just a nice moment yeah. for them to sort of go, this is what the season ticket's all about. That's a good point because... Um, £5,000 season ticket. Well, they're away from home, weren't they? So they wouldn't be... Yeah. Well, all right, yeah. Well, you, would get, you, would, you, you need your points to get your away access, don't true, you? Actually. True, actually. Come on. Um, I was just going to say that um, in the league this season, Man United just don't really score. Mm. And um, it's nice kind, it. kind of be a nice little holiday. Because they have had like some really wild results in the Champions League this season. That's right. Yeah. Um, but they haven't really had that type of result in the Premier League that I can think of. So, mm. Well, we, we enjoyed it. Well, I mean, absolutely, yeah. Part of that is the the drought from Rashford and Hoyland, right? But they are both back among the goals. So. But shout out to Wolves though, because <laughs> they've several points better off than they were this time last season. They yes. score a lot more goals. The Wolves it, have been great this season. It's yeah. a sickener for them, obviously, particularly how they started the game. But there's a lot of credit to take from that because I think I think O'Neill's got on purring and uh, they're, 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 defensively they're, they'll be con, you know concerned, not concerned, yeah. but they'll need to tighten up there. But yeah, going forward, Wolves have been an enjoyable side to watch this season. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, um, uh, Jim, moments earlier you were talking about young players, you know, trying to get a bit of um, identity and all the rest of it back at the club, and perhaps that maybe is some sort of little platform that Manchester United could springboard off back into their old selves. Who knows? Um, something that could just piss all over that is the fact that Jose Mourinho has reportedly made it his mission to return to Manchester United because he believes he's unfinished business yes now Manchester United Silliness. fans this would be the epitome of what's not good for your club epitome. is good for the round <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh everyone in this studio there's not a five and I'll be in that doesn't want that to happen yeah, yeah I'm yeah. completely and then the great thing about it is at no point in any of these quotes has Mourinho mentioned Man United <laughs> it's, not, it's not like you know what yeah. I think they might need some help and I'll yeah. be happy to help them That's it's right. like no 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 I've got unfinished business, <laughs> so you are just going to have to bend to my will. Also, <laughs> they've currently got a manager. I know, it's, it's, I know, like I know. it's better than that. There's a quote from, <laughs> quote from him here I've got. There are still people in that club. Yep. When I say people, I mean some players, but also some other people that are not players that are still there when I told United after two months, with these people, you are never going to do it, and they are still there. Said that in December. <laughs> Marcus Rashford's one of those players. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Rashford, Shaw, McTominay, maybe Martial. Oh, he he well. absolutely hated Luke Shaw, yeah. Yeah. didn't he? How, but how him, good like, has Luke yeah, Shaw become yeah. since Mourinho? He was like, oh, he's like, oh, he's scored in a Euros final now. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, yeah. Remember, he said he was only good when he was on my side of the touchline because I could coach him through the game. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's absolutely. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, oh, don't get me wrong. I completely agree that I would like it to happen, and I'll yeah. sign up to it right now. Yeah. Because as you said, what's mm. you know, what's not what's good for the Rambles, not good for your club. But mm. it does seem a little bit rich given he's just been given the fucking bullet. Yeah, but this is it though, isn't it? He doesn't have a job now, so unsettling other managers he's is, at large. is his sport. He's basically at large. It's more he? of a sport than have, football is. It is, that's seen, definitely true. Have you seen the eight hundred and sixteen pound um luxury um suite that he used to stay in the Lowry? Do you no, know what? I bet no. that's still I bet he's still um, so, paying in. Eight hundred quid so, a night. Well it is eight hundred quid a night, but like it's a central city kind of um, hotel room. I've yeah. stayed, I've stayed That'd run you about 200 quid anyway. So that's only yeah. four times better. You would expect it a little bit more for the Manchester United manager, wouldn't you? He's not paying for himself. He's not paying it. for himself, though. But I'm just saying that, like, inside... Um, I'm looking at this um, report on the mirror. Uh, inside Josie Mourinho's luxury suite, 
it's a bit shit. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't like to live there for a like year. There's a, there's, a, there's a funky kind of 1970s shizlong US, but that's really it. Yeah, that's but the only all, thing. There was plenty of space for the former United boss to move about. <laughs> Is that what it says in the story? It's just like... It's like a Linton travel time. <laughs> so, so he wasn't in a cage then. We, well, uh, we knew it was depressing, but like just looking at it, you just sort of go, I mean, it's, you know what it's I just like eight hundred like, quid, right? Like money isn't the source of happiness and all that, but if you've got money, you can mm. make decisions a lot more easily, right? Yeah. Just get a fucking Just house. Get a house. You get a house. Get someone to furnish it for you. No. Get someone to bring you the keys <laughs> yeah. and go there and live there like mm. a normal human being. The footballers do it all the time. Yeah. No, There's companies out there that do that stuff all the time. He doesn't want to get too attached to a place because that's not his style, and also he knows he'll be moved on soon. What, mm. what, what message does that send to the players? Oh, he doesn't care about that. Well, Ibrahimovic yeah. stayed yeah. there as well. If I order room service, I'm in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I saw another quote from doing the rounds the other day that is perhaps overlooked in his oeuvre, which was um, simply, I was rude, but I was rude to an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. It's quite a good impression. Uh, It's good, yeah. Marcus would feel a bit threatened by that, I think. Let's see your Nick Cure. Well, if he manages... Tax on the lawn, let's see your Nick Cure. We can see too many. Um, no, I. You know, we we say what's what's good for the ramble is is bad for your club. Well, that's not always actually true, because if this happened, I think Aberdeen fans would be loving it as well. Neil Warnock has reportedly been sounded out about a short-term stint as Aberdeen boss. Yeah, the Dandy Dons would be. Couldn't be more dandy if if, if Big Neil He's was there. He's got to be the only seventy-five-year-old to to take his semi-retirement in Aberdeen. Surely, <laughs> don't people normally go somewhere warm? Well, yeah. I mean, I, and if I was the Warlock, I'd be saying to my agent, "Get me something in the Spanish third division." No, <laughs> he lives in Newquay in, in Cornwall, doesn't he? True. And so perhaps Not a convenient flight, then. Well, yeah. no, perhaps a flight route has opened up between. Yeah, Aberdeen Newquay, and Newquay to Aberdeen. I imagine that is that's probably pretty pretty good yeah. Agri- yeah. I mean that's the flight route that's a land's end to John O'Groke's kind of flight yeah. route isn't it so, I'm contractually obliged to say whenever we mention Aberdeen as my granddad would say Aberdeen's mm. not quite the end of the world but you can see it from there I'm and also can... Con- contractually obliged to mention that the only time I've ever been to Aberdeen uh, a bus at the airport crashed into another bus and the bus driver started crying <laughs> oh. welcome to Aberdeen <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the bus driver, but I just no. stories unexpected is all I'm saying. It's, it's that's why he's crying because I was laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ha, ha. You, you crashed, crashed a bus, bus, you nearly run over a lot of people. Ha ha. What's good for the Rambler is not good for bus driving. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, Wolves travel to Chelsea on Sunday. Manchester United host West Ham in the David Moyes derby. Mm. Speaking of David Moyes, his West Ham side drew one all with Bournemouth last night. Three minutes into his West Ham debut <laughs> with his second touch, Calvin Phillips um, essentially played Dominic Solanke in. Yeah. yeah. Who slotted home. Who, who didn't Be- need to ask twice, did he? I mean, it, it, even Solanke was a bit like, I what? mean... Yeah, I, I, can I score this? Yeah. Or I'll put it in. That was a great example of how quick Premier League football is. It, yeah. was, it was in the net like, before you could even blink. It was there. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, Kurt Zuma. He of uh, Ooh. the booze, the boo boys. Um, he gave him a, a bad pass. He did. He did. Yes. So, so you get the feeling that Solanke gets away with um, having a really bad celebration. Because what is his celebration? I don't even know. What it's it is. Uh, like an hour. There's a lot, just a lot of projectile yeah. Yeah. Um, We've celebrations at the mo- at the moment. Cameron Archer can do that. Yeah, nobody great. else should. <laughs> should. Cameron Archer should do that. What about Jared Bowen? Oh yeah, yeah. that's fine. Okay, I love good. That. Yeah. Um, what? what why is why are you allowed to do darts? Why are you allowed to do arrows? Yeah, but you can't do an AK. <laughs> what's why the cut is off? The, what's, what's the, the cut off? off? Abubakar Kamara's got maybe that. no one's yeah. thought of musket. 
A musket. How are you, like you going to see without a musket? You... Like just clean, like <laughs> getting the gunpowder down in the barrel. Yeah. And then. Yeah. If you're doing a machine gun, you've got to do the noise as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, the machine gun has been done. Yeah, but like it's and always was, like. Uh, then, no, but didn't someone do it with the corner flag once? What about a grenade? Yeah, over the shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what RPG. And any given Sunday, NFL is a is a grenade. Uh, there is, and in and the New England Patriots in the NFL do they have the Minutemen, which are the kind of revolutionary right, guys yeah, with the muskets? Yeah, yeah. But they actually got muskets and they fired them. Right, that's terrifying. That, that's too. Yeah, much. I think I think they're blanks, Marcus. I'm not absolutely clear. It's America, mate. I yeah. don't know. You're <laughs> too sure. You can't be too sure. But I, I was, oi, oi. All right then. Yeah, that's fine. I was, fine. I was just yeah. going to say that um, on on the um, Kurt Zuma gave him a bird pass. I mean. Fine, but I mean that's a bit generous. Mm. I'm, he did give him. Put your foot yeah, but Calvin Phillips is not someone who's built his reputation. I'm not saying as it being was so neat and tidy with the ball that yeah. he never gives it away, and he does that. I don't think you can be looking at Kurt Zuma there. He's the rusty. goal is the goal is Phillips's fault. Hundred percent, hundred percent, ninety-eight percent. Okay, ninety-eight <laughs> percent. There we go. We're agreed. If Kurt Zuma was English. What, what's the percentage like then? Yeah. Look, I think... Uh, it's, it's blue on blue, isn't it? There's, there's, there's two, <laughs> two Englishmen fighting each other up. Marcus wouldn't want to deal with it. I blame the keeper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad an Englishman put it in, though. Jim. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you are. Yeah. I, look, yes, Phillips, I mean, he obviously didn't see Solanke, you know, but that shows you the bit of rustiness and yeah. unaware because in that position he plays... You've got to be, you know, 360 oh, degrees. He's, yeah. You know, he should just be hoofing that with, with the left no, foot. No one in their right mind thinks it makes him a bad player overnight. No, of he's course. Just, it's, just, it's, he's it's made a mistake. An incredibly... A lot of people not in their right minds watch football, though. That's so. true. Particularly West Ham. Oh, hello. <laughs> hey. What? Who else are you going to have a go at Everyone. Morning? That's yeah? what I do on the yacht show, isn't you, it? You've blocked them all already by now, haven't you? Yes. So no, muted. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, give them the satisfaction of a block. Um, if you have been blocked, you can create another account. So do not yeah, give up on that's that. It's very it. easy to sell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good old X. Yeah, get in touch with Pete. He'll tell you how to yeah. do it very, very yeah. quickly, and you'll have loads of them. <laughs> um, yes, I mean he's only his third Premier League start in the past two seasons, which is an incredible stat and a damning one as well. And I'm very pleased, of course, that he's gone to West Ham despite he, that poor start. He's hoovered up a load of money uh, and he's set for life and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, given his age, he's He's, sit, he's basically set out a lot of football at a key time mm-hmm. um, and this move was a must for him he had, we talked about it he had to move he had to start playing um, because it's getting real now I mean I said to you guys before around um, the summer these guys have got a chance here to do something amazing with England which has not been done for 50 plus years 60 plus years or whatever it is uh, let me work that out is it 60 plus years? probably no it's 50 it's 50 something years <clears> isn't it? <throat> mm. anyway long time long time yeah no I'm getting bogged down don't worry um, <laughs> and and then now and then now kind of ninety seven Le Tournois, so that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Le Tournois, exactly. not that long, but still, um, it's a long time. So, but when there's England playing in qualifiers in a group that they've already basically sewn up, mm-hmm. it's easy for Southgate and for players to go, oh, yeah, I'll still pick you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can still yeah. come along. I know you're not playing, but you're important to us. Mm. Actually, it's crunch time soon. Mm-hmm. That's why Henderson's moved back to to Europe. That's why Phillips has gone for a move. They need to be playing. So he's lost a lot of time. If he if he gets up to speed quick for the run in or for the second half of the season, no one's going to remember this stuff. Yeah, but he needs to do it fast. Well, I think it was it would have been a relief that they didn't lose the game because they, they battled back in, didn't they? Then yeah. they got it in Ward Prowse, um, who yeah, I mean was an England player once upon a time and might be when Southgate moves on. But strangely, but, isn't now even though he's playing better for mm, a better team. Yeah, but I mean Southgate's got a system, and yeah. I don't get too bogged down with the England chat. But yeah, Calvin Phillips. Not a, we know he's a good player. It's, it's a very unfortunate start, but surely you know he'll he'll kick on um, from there. But I mean, you know, word for Bournemouth. I mean, you know, up in twelfth. Um, I mean, we've, we've talked about Wolves and how good they've been this season. They're only three points behind Wolves, and they've got a game in hand. 
Iriola, I, I know it's an obvious thing to say, but what a job he's he, done. He this turned season. it around at just the right time as yeah. well because he was right on to the get cusp, wasn't he? Yeah, and if you kind of take that in microcosm. It's actually probably about what seven, eight games. Yeah. And his job's already under threat, and he's still—that's the only—that's all he needed to sort of bed in and get the players to respond to his ideas. He's been really, really good. Um, and now, but West Hamler—they—they've been criticised elsewhere. Though. They've been criticised essentially off the field. Um, this is to do with transfers. Said Ben Rama looks set to move to Leon and had arrived there yesterday. I mean, it's a sickener if you turn up at the place mm. and you don't yeah, end up yeah. going there. Footy at Leon as well. He'd be fucking delighted. I know. Joao well, Polinho was holding the Bayern shirt for crying out loud. <laughs> um, the deal fell through last night. Um, Leon released a statement saying West. Ham had done none of the necessary admin to complete the deal and accused none. them none. Yeah, none of it accused <laughs> them of a profound lack of respect a West Ham computer problem has reportedly left Pablo Fornals's move to bed his uncertain as well in southern Spain did they Spain. forget they had a game on yeah. I have no idea get, get Fujitsu on, yeah. the, on the case because Fornals was, was standing <laughs> by the side of the pitch holding his phone wasn't he yeah. Yeah. clearly looking for updates that's looking, absolutely looking for admin. wild <laughs> was um, it, did, did they do a thing on Google Docs where you just haven't given someone permission to edit it and you're like, I have to request permission. You're like, yeah. oh, come on. Some some would say, perhaps unfairly, because I don't know the machinations of how it works internally at West Ham, that perhaps giving the job of director to a 24-year-old son of the ex-owner or the mm. current chairman or whatever mm. he is, so that wasn't a good uh, decision. it possibly might mean you're racked with inexperience at the top level. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not saying that's the case. No. I'm just saying it could be. Um, and you know, maybe you, you, you kind of reap what you sow on that. Pele won the World Cup at 17, mate. What's your point? He did, yeah. He, did. he, did. he didn't have to do I th- a Google I think Docs people or... listening will know my point, Mark. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I feel like I need to add anything. He didn't arrange for the team to get to the World Cup, did he? Yeah. Well, he arranged for them <laughs> yeah. to win the final, though. If a, seven, if a 17-year-old Pele was in charge of admin, <laughs> in presumably 1958 when he was 17 <laughs> to win the, yeah. win, win the World Cup, yeah. I don't think it would have gone as well for them. Well, we'll never know, everybody. Yeah. You um, wouldn't need so much admin at the airport, though, you would say. No plastic bags, none of that. Oh, yeah, it would have been much easier. Up, get yeah, on the plane. Very Sorted. true. I mean, this is a guy who, by the way, we're talking about Jack Sullivan here, who's who. Um, I think at one point, as a director of the club, mm. was using Twitter to criticise the management and the team selection and mm. the players. Mm. Oh. Turns out, given a fucking fetus, a huge <laughs> amount of responsibility at a Premier League club may not go that well. Maybe they were doing the negotiations on X in the DMs. Mm. Yeah, maybe that could be the West Ham computer problem. Ask for ask her for Brizzo Romano. Yeah, maybe. who is rapidly turning into the most tedious part of football, isn't he? Is he the one who had the um, Pixel um, yeah, he didn't <clears> sponsorship on ads? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, we're not getting sponsored by the Google Pixel at the moment, are we? It's a good phone. I wouldn't is mind it? it. Fair enough. He's done his job on you. Yeah, and yeah. you've been you've been fab washed. I've been Galaxy Galaxy brand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not for the first time. No. Right, coming up in the second half, we've got Arsenal versus Liverpool, Everton versus Spurs. And Jesse Lingard. See you in a moment. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Cambiamos, cambiamos, cambiamos. Yes, Harvey, yes, Harvey. Good, support. Eric's gonna touch it. You support Harvey. Good, get in the box. That was pretty good. That was pretty good, yeah? That was pretty good, yeah? Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Pretty good indeed. Phil Neville there during a, a training session at Portland Timbers. Bring your dad to work day. This I like. Yeah. Uh, Harvey being his son, of course. Yeah. Mm, nice to see them together. <laughs> Again. <laughs> now, on the subject of Phil's former club into Miami, uh, Danny Murphy has claimed that Barcelona should replace Xavi with Lionel Messi. I'd give it to Messi. The fans are on board straight away. Everything he touches turns to gold. This is, of course, uh, after the news that Xavi has said that he's going to step down. Is this is this the worst thing that's ever been said? It's been true. Like, it's the worst thing that's ever been said. It's the sort of thing that should get you stood down for match of the day for at least a, probably a week. Maybe oh, yeah. more, possibly a month. <laughs> I just don't know why it's been treated so strongly. What, what, what's the, why, is it, why is it such a bad take? I don't think it is. You don't? I, th- I think it's... It's, it's, uh, still play, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's like he believes in actual magic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think it's, I think it's a bit of what a silly... What an unromantic way of looking at it, Jim. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a silly take because he's currently into Miami. It's, dis- it's disrespectful for them. And, mm. uh, you know, they're, they're, they're currently in Saudi. They've just got beat 6-0 off Cristiano Ronaldo's Al Nasser. Have they really? Ronaldo was in the stands. There was a own half goal scored, I seem to recall. Is that right? It was an absolute banger. They played Mitrovic's side the, the, the previous game. Mitrovic oh. obviously scored. There's your uh, problem. Yeah. But I think, you I think see... all I'm getting at is that the Barcelona <laughs> idea that they put the bat signal out and go, we need you to save us. Mm. He is most... <laughs> we can't afford anyone else. Yeah, he's the most <laughs> symbolic part of that yeah. entire glory. But he's, he's never suggested, like, seriously that he intends to go into management. He's spoken, yeah. about, he's spoken about it as a possibility, but even when you see him talk about it, he's pondering it as an idea rather than actually considering it seriously. Mm. Did you see the me- Messi um, advert where he's uh, in, in Saudi Arabia where he's, like, in a room and there's, like, brick walls and someone spray-painted 
not much happening in Saudi Arabia. And he shakes his head and he kicks the football at the wall and the wall explodes. And then right we're, now, on, a, we're on a roller coaster in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> 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 Ronaldo's just doing sit-ups I don't, behind I, it. I don't think there's... Is, 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 that's not really... That's a bit of a no, very no, much not, not no what one, anyone said. No one's yeah. criticising. No one's going, uh, oh, you should go to Saudi Arabia because there's not much happening there. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a criticism. Closed culture. Yeah. It says closed culture. And then he, and then he kicks the ball at that anything, wall as well. Arguably, there's too much happening there. <laughs> I would say. Too much going down. on. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're interested in uh, Barcelona on uh, OTC yesterday, they explored everything around uh, Xavi's decision to leave Barcelona at the end of the season, including why January was, as David Cartledge put it, his month of doom. It's well mm. worth a listen, so search On the Continent in your podcast apps and join Dot and Andy and David for that one. Right. Sunday at 4.30. Arsenal versus League Leaders Liverpool. A win for Liverpool would take them eight points clear of Arsenal and surely end Arsenal's muggy little title hopes, Jim. We have to do this again. (laughs) Keep doing this. We are always playing Liverpool. It feels like we've got to play them another five or six times between now and the end of the season. (laughs) Exhausting. Liverpool have already won there. Of course, they won 2-0. In the FA Cup. In the FA Cup. Um, And you'd fancy them to win again. Uh, yeah, uh, the form they're in is pretty unstoppable. You would think um, eight points would be a difficult lead to overturn, but Arsenal have to make themselves the protagonist here. Obviously, um, the game in the FA Cup, uh, Liverpool won it 2-0 in the end, but Arsenal made a lot of good chances and they need to just be a bit more, do the same again and be a bit more ruthless, essentially. Mo Salah's not playing, but that just creates the Diogo Jota problem because he yeah. loves playing against us. Mm-hmm. Brilliant player. I think um, Jota's also like... so. One of the most underrated finishers, uh-huh. like in the in the list. He's, so, he's so good at his, his finishing is amazing. Like he's as his finishing alone is as good as Salah's, mm-hmm. in my view. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, so lovely. Difficult, player. difficult. I mean, Liverpool have also had a lot of joy at Arsenal, haven't they? The Emirates, kind of in recent years yeah. as well. Four in the Arsenal, last five. One, yeah. they've they've won. Have they four and five? Is it? Yeah, really? Arsenal won last season. Uh, I think I mentioned this recently. Uh, I think it was on the podcast. It might just be one of my own private thoughts, but um, because we because <laughs> got you in trouble before, though, because indeed, it? because we've Can't we, monetize we won that. last year at the Emirates. <laughs> I think that there's an idea that the monkey's off the back there with Liverpool a little bit, and obviously you have to repeatedly pull the monkey off and then chuck it off a cliff or something Careful. because it stole yeah. your fags. Yeah, <laughs> um, talk to Pete. He's from Hartlepool. Yeah, you got to deal with him in whatever way you can. Mm. But um, yeah, this it's a real, real test, and uh, I wonder if the absence of Takahiro Tomiyasu will be. Uh, unfortunate because he he is brilliant, particularly against Liverpool. He marshaled um, Mo Salah very very well last season. There's not really is that why he's missing because he's gone to just followed him. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's marking him too well. <laughs> <if anything. laughs> so yeah, that'll be very interesting. I think Zinchenko was at fault for the goal uh, against Nottingham Forest the other night. He, he, he um, banjacked the offside trap essentially, mm-hmm. and we've seen before that he can be a little bit of a weak spot in that sense. Uh, obviously, he gives you a lot elsewhere as well. So, again, probably another one to watch. It was the case at Anfield that it, he had a little bit of a difficult time. So, there'll be a lot of a spotlight on him Who are and Arsenal? have to deal with it. Who are Arsenal going to go for up top for this one? Who up would top? you fancy? I would think it will it will be Jesus, Martinelli and Saka. Saka yeah, they're, they're, so. they're, they're your most effective. But I, th- I think, you know what I'd like to see? They wouldn't expect this. Stick big Kai Havertz up there to deal with the big boys. Yeah. Get the flick. It worked against Man City in the community mm. chest all those months ago. Community chest, uh-huh. <laughs> the main one. <laughs> well, uh, Virgil Van Dijk clarified this week that he is fully committed to Liverpool after saying on Monday that he was unsure if he will be part of the club's post-Klopp era. Yeah, post-Klopp I thought that was a bit. Era. I thought that was a bit naughty by the media. Actually, yeah. Yeah. he clearly just said, "Oh, well, no one knows what's happening." Mm-hmm. 
and everyone was like, oh, right, he's not committed. They, people just wanted a story there. People wanted the story that, oh, as soon as Jurgen Klopp leaves Liverpool, the players will just drift away. When he was literally, I mean, I saw the interview, he's literally just saying, yeah. oh, who knows? Yeah, but I mean, Klopp himself was really good in response to that because he, he said, you have to remember when these quotes come out, it's because we have questions put at us and we have to answer them. Mm. So, you know, all, it's you, you look at the question rather than the answer. Will they open like a this. memorial vape shop for they, Klopp? They should do. A memorial? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really into vapes. Not into vapes, <laughs> Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, I, I Virgil mean, van Dijk slams Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Gen, Z. Gen Z, it would be Gen Y. Zoom. I don't, I don't know. know. Who eats it would vapes? be Gen Z. Yeah, Jim. Right. Yeah, no, we're in remember Britain. where you're from. Sorry. Yeah, you silly Marcus. Sausage. If you don't, Marcus, <clears throat> I'm a very get, serious sausage, actually, mate. Why isn't Jim mm. keeping the um, British end up? I don't I know, know and, it, yeah. and it, it does disgust and sadden me. It's but... because he's been, I don't know what it is, <clears throat> he's been radicalised by the European nature of the football club he supports. Yeah. yeah. yeah Too yeah, much yeah. Prosecco in that belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20 odd years of, of a Frenchman telling him what to do. That's, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Stockholm syndrome going on. Yeah, um, but, but it's a big one, yeah. uh, Luke Moore. Um, Jim reckons Arsenal are going to win five nil. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you I, think I, that it will be that comprehensive? It's be, you might be surprised to hear that I'm going to deviate somewhat from that prediction <laughs> and say that I think it'll be very tough. And what I do love about the the, the Premier League. Um, people in charge and, and and the schedulers and all the rest of it get quite a lot of stick. But what and, and yeah, actually rightly so. But what I do like is when they put these kind of games on at four thirty on a Sunday because it's just yeah. something to look forward to. It, it feels is. like it feels like you're at a festival. Yeah, you're looking for a neutral. You want it, don't you? Yeah, you're there yeah. looking for the main event and you'll enjoy all the, the support acts. But come on, now's the big one. This is the big and, one. And uh, this game yeah. is a game that I feel like, I haven't checked the stats, but in my mind seems to quite regularly deliver. Mm. It's not like, do you remember that years and years ago we went through that phase of there was um, all these big games between so the top, the, the traditional top yeah, four yeah, as they yeah. were at the time and it would always be like nil, nil. Liverpool and Chelsea went through all those games yeah, like yeah. nil, nil, one nil. These games tend to be good. I think it's the most high scoring fixture in yeah, Premier League history. I remember a five all in the League Cup not that long ago, four or five years ago, um, worth worth watching. I think for it sure. was longer ago than that, was it not? But anyway, no, there was um, another one. You're thinking of the Sharvin one. Yeah, that was there was, one, there was, there was one after. No, that. No, that was, I think it was Baptista. Baptista. six three. Baptista scored yeah. four. Yeah, it was a while ago. Oh, so that was a long time ago. So we're, what we're saying, listeners, is that once in this fixture, it was really high scoring, and it'll have no bearing on what happens on Sunday. Five now. Uh huh. <laughs> um, now you guys talked about John Terry being in the away end um, at Anfield when Chelsea played there, yeah. and then you said obviously Alan Shearer was in the away end at Craven Cottage when Newcastle played there. Yeah. Who would we like to see in the away end at Emirates? What about Macca? Mm. Paul McCartney, Sam Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah. In the home end, yeah. uh, it, a, 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 he would be in the home end yeah. um, if he was still alive. Yeah. And B, he's I was just not making, alive. I was just making the connection between the Sam Bin Laden and Arsenal. And oh, just, yeah. I've made an absolute and we will continue to do it. Yeah, yeah. okay. What, yeah. Anyone else? Who, what about someone else outrageous in the away end? Uh, what, why are you asking me this? Just because I'm it's in the running. I'm going to write bad Arsenal fans. <laughs> bad Arsenal fans. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see. Can we all agree that Arsenal fans on Twitter are the worst? <laughs> <laughs> Piers Morgan. Piers yeah, Morgan, Piers yeah. Morgan. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd love to see Piers Morgan in the away end, right in the middle of a bunch of Liverpool fans who, have, who are who are have had a really difficult time travelling to the stadium <laughs> and are therefore annoyed. Yes. Study, study reveals that Arsenal fans second worst at leaving match early, matches early. Four <laughs> oh, leaving matches early. Man, I don't leave early, but lots of people do. Yeah, there we go. In fact, lots of people missed two goals against Palace the other day. Oh, to be fair, I mean, they are in the centre of town. And I know, like, Hyber and Islington, Canterbury, like, it's, I mean, they're, but they're in the, they're probably as close to it's not um, too bad. W1 as, as, as pretty much. Yeah, leaving anything, the stadium is a nightmare. I reckon, going, though, if you're I, leaving the area. I reckon if Jim left early, then a lot more people would stay. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Liverpool's uh, friendly neighbours, Everton, host um, Arsenal's friendly neighbours, Spurs, of course, on Saturday at 12.30. 
Um, interesting one, this. Um, so, yes, Five, no, and, and Everton are in the relegation zone. So it is panic stations. And, of course, they've got that... Um, uh, extra charge. The, the, There's a pending, a pending disciplinary uh, problem. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it really is um, quite serious for Everton now. Now they've mm. been very aware of this, of course, with that heavy points deduction they have. It's backs against the wall, but the wall might move. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They've not won in five, mm. and it it seems that as much as the first points deduction galvanised them, perhaps mm. the this you know the spectre of the second one is. Can you can you ungalvanise? Mm. Yeah, I I was actually reasonably impressed impressed with Everton uh, when they played Fulham the other night. I mean, I couldn't believe it ended nil nil. Mm. You don't get that many nil nils these days in the Premier League. No, or perhaps that's just me. To, yeah. I mean, there were so many chances at either end, but Everton, especially in the first half, were actually pretty good. And I mean, again, they I mean they they could have won it right at the end. Yeah. And actually, you know what? They've had some tough tough fixtures in there. They've got they've in that five game um, winless run. They've played Spurs, Man City. Villa and lost heavily to Wolves, but you know that was well, decent. So you know it will be a tricky task, though. Of course, playing Tottenham Hotspur uh, at the moment, um, because as we know, Peter, they're a lovely side under Ange Postecoglou. They're they're um, slightly chaotic, and I like it, and I like watching them. And um, yeah, two thumbs up for Spurs at the moment. Would Sean Dyche beat James Madison darts? Ooh. Yes, is the answer. I, I think, think he would. Phys- yeah, physically. I think there's just something about his um, ambiance that would sort of pull him through that match, mm. personally. It's yeah. no nonsense versus all nonsense, isn't it? <laughs> In terms of like, style. Like, it. yeah. Be good. Yeah. Um, now, I know you mentioned um, the, the beef between James Madison and Neil Morpay. Not really beef, though, was it? It's, it's more a bit kind silly. Of chicken. Mm. It's, it's, a lot, even, it's a lot lighter. It's, it's spam, isn't it's it? It's like a vegan beef. Spam. Spam is spam. <laughs> yeah, in more ways than one, it's absolute spam. Yeah. I find it hard to be objective about this because, like, James Madison could cure cancer. And I'd be like, <laughs> I still find it quite lane. annoying. Yeah. Just a bit yeah, much. Yeah. Stick to football. Do you, do, you understand, <laughs> do, you, do you understand why maybe Southgate didn't pick him as much now? Well, the thing, the thing, we, we, the angle we had on Wednesday, which has since developed even further and proven Pete and I kind of right all along, needless to say, we've had the last laugh, mm. is that it's quite hard to, I mean, people will jump on this and go, it's a great bit of beef and all the rest of it. It's not a great bit of it's beef. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. And it's very hard to imagine Wright and Schmeichel or Keane and Vieira yeah. or whoever taking it further to social media and having digs at each other's on their Instagram mm. posts. Stuff like, if Roy Keane was a player now, he wouldn't have Instagram. No. And rightly so. And I just think it's it's almost like, that in um in that um in, in like a boxing night where you have like you know a bunch of lightweights fighting before you have the big heavyweight contest <laughs> like and obviously lightweight boxers are amazing for yeah. their own reason but it's not like people don't watch it as much I'm not as mean. interested in it and as I said to Pete at the time you know whoever whoever wins this bust up all of us lose something mm. this yeah. is a YouTuber boxing match oh but exactly oh. great example chess boxing great pass. example the pass was better wasn't it yeah. Yeah. Back, back when all this was field yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Um, no, I just look. Madison's is a, a brilliant player. All the rest of it, just just, just get on with it. Yeah, get on with it. And Neil Morpai is a professional at this kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, and the thing that really the thing that really gave it away was how noticeably annoyed James Madison was that someone yeah, stole yeah, his yeah, celebration, yeah. which made him look a bit shit. It's almost a bit like when he's sort of hanging on to Mopay afterwards. Yeah, it went strange. on for too long. Went on for too long. It's a, it's a lot of faff over a imaginary dart. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn right, damn right. Exactly. Um, uh, oh, have you seen that uh, Spurs man, Son, uh, will be in Asian Cup action this afternoon at 3.30 UK time against Ange Postacoglu's former team, Australia? 
Yeah. So you, you, are you kind of, are you suggesting there might be some kind of conflicted loyalties? But if you might get mm. the captaincy stripped off him if he scores against Australia, well, I'm just saying that if if Son did some kind of celebration, have a dig at Ange, that, that's beef that you want to have. I, I love the idea of Ange sending the lads home from training, probably about lunchtime today, mm. pitching up in like a deck chair <laughs> in his trunks, a couple of couple of tinnies, and yeah. watching this. Love that. Yeah. I, that's exactly what I imagine. I mean, doing. they'll be in his trunks though, just because that's Australian, that's isn't what it? They do. No. I, I would say that the ultimate punishment is being managed by um, Jürgen Klinsmann. So. It's Probably. <laughs> yeah. He's Gagging getting to, his mate. He's like, I just give me the. I want to win this tournament, obviously, but I can't wait for it to end. At the same time. <laughs> oh dear. By the way, speaking of South Korea, have you seen Jesse Lingard might be off there? Yeah. What Looks a move. Like it, doesn't it? What a move. I mean, if this happens, so Busan FC Seoul. Yeah. The big boys. Yeah. It's good, though, isn't it? Well, so that's 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 it's what's a, being reported. Oh, I, I'm not sure if it's been signed, sealed, but and it's deleted. Friday night. He's heading in out there. In Seoul. Come on. It's here one. They, they serve tenants quite a lot. Tenants You're going to have a pint of tenants all around the town. No, yeah, I'm not I sure. I that. fancy I'll be a, lot, a long way away from the family. They serve what? <laughs> they serve what? An, they serve an, it where? All around the town, you there's say. A, there's, there's an erotic museum. <laughs> is there? Um, For tourists. Is, it, is this the picture of you sitting next to the erotic toilet with an erection in it? Yes, yeah. Is that, that's, 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 that's there? That's there. That's all. That's my adventures in Seoul. That's what Jesse can look forward to. Where do you think they modelled the erotic... I mean, it is a great move and it's something that's you know, it should be applauded because it's a big big trip for him and a big kind of dive into the unknown, completely mm. different culture and the rest of it. The context of this though is that he was touting himself around Barcelona first. I know, but <laughs> that's quite a drop Yeah, but, but that was because it was it was like there for the taking. I mean, well, but it wasn't there, was it? No, it was in, as in if they wanted players and he, he was a free agent and so on. I mean, look, yeah. Lingard's story is an interesting one actually and there's, there's, some, there's some quite sad stuff in there when he talks about, you know, a few years ago his mum having depression and then he had to kind of basically look after his 15-year-old at the time and 11-year-old. Uh, brother, sorry, fifteen-year-old brother and eleven-year-old sister at the time. Yeah, and and you know, it, 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 his life went in a you know, it, it took a bit of a turn. So I, look, it's it's taken him a while. Obviously, he's been playing football since then. I think one of the reasons why he didn't go to and stay at West Ham among among all the reasons was he needed to be near home because he needed to be look out, looked after them. I don't know what his situation is like at home now. I hope it sounds it's, like it's changed. If he's well, gone I, to, uh, well, I hope it's career, significantly yeah. improved. But yeah, look, sure. if it has, if that is the case, and he thinks right now I can. You know, spread my wings. Is to the go K somewhere. League? Is the K League the place to yeah, resurrect but, a career but, at that age? Though, but it's not about resurrecting the career. It's about it's having about a lovely old time. Yeah. Well, look, I completely agree. I think the standard of living out there is is ten times higher than what you would get yeah. at that peer level anywhere else. But do you I not think, think though? Like he, he could go. Well, he, he, I mean, he couldn't. He tried to go to Saudi, but that kind got of got a Gangnam like, with it. Forget a suit. But I get a suit in Gangnam. I just think him stroll up with a can of tenants in your hand. Brilliant. <laughs> All that being Off to the erotic brilliant. museum. Off to the erotic museum <laughs> with a can of tenants. He's living peace dream. Next door to an ice museum. Yeah. It's got everything. I've never go. seen you this animated on this show. <laughs> Love Saul. Yeah. And yet you're still Sorry. having a dig at him. Caladay and Jeju Sorry. down the south. Cans of tenants, the erotic museum and an oh. ice museum. Peaks verdict, it's got everything. <laughs> Is there a supermarket not been mentioned? Is there a local supermarket? What are the schools like can for my go, kids? Can you go to the cinema? They'll learn, I'll tell you what, they'll learn more in the ice museum than they ever at any school. Exactly. Yeah. Kids I... go to the ice museum. Where are you? I'm next door looking at cocks. <laughs> what is the ice museum? Can you talk us through that? I think um, it's quite enough. It's There's a nice yeah. slide. There's like little kind of like um, uh, statues that people have made. Jim, there's a load of ice there. There's a lot of ice. There. What, yeah. what more do you want? Yeah. Um, as, a, as I always say at this time of the week, um, Betford will be absolutely delighted to hear <laughs> that it's now time for the football round. 
Blacker with Betfair. Um, with them this season, you can build your football accumulators with a 90-minute payout where all winning selections will be paid out at 90 minutes on their match odds 90 markets, regardless of what happens in added time. So today we're building an acre of four match odds 90 bets from across the Premier League. Marcus, who have you gone for for your pick this week? Chelsea versus Wolves. I'm going for a draw. I don't like it when you guys pick draws. It, why? It says, because it says to me you're not sure about what's going to happen. I'll tell you, I'll tell you Sometimes why. Sometimes draws happen, though. Yeah. They do, but you can't really sure be sure it's going to be a draw. Look, when I, when you can't I, be sure of anything. When I yeah. scan yeah. the, 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 the games, I just I look at them and I think, what's the result going to be? What's the result? And nothing particular. And that one, it just bang, it had draw written all over Fair it. Fair enough. Look, it's your selection. I, I understand what you mean. It's more satisfying if you pick a winner and then it comes in. Well, the way I look at it is I go... Right, how who? How can I weasel out of losing? Win, win. <laughs> well, yeah, we can't come on to your record in a minute, please. Uh, Jim. So I have also gone for a draw. For fuck's sake! Yep, I've gone for Man United to draw with West Ham United uh, at Old Trafford, uh, just because Man United are a little bit vulnerable. West Ham have got all those, you know, scintillating attacking players. Yeah, I think not uh, according to some fans, they don't. Well, not according to some fans. If if Moyes can unlock them in his yeah. old in his old stomping ground, yeah, uh, I think. Neither of them have got what it takes to win. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very depressing way of putting it. Um, Pete, uh, you have gone for Sheffield United versus Aston Villa, I believe. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of performances this weekend where teams that have lost quite poorly uh, in midweek are going to really try their very best to uh, level things up. So uh, Sheffield United versus Aston Villa, uh, Villa to hammer Sheffield United. Mm. And Aston Villa, who lost their amazing home record, didn't they, against Newcastle mm. earlier this week. Um, you got a 6 out of 12, Pete. you got a 50% record, which is a better record than Jim's, actually. Okay. So Pete gets a lot stick from you know, Jim and rightly so um, but he's, he's, his record's not too bad uh, Brighton I've gone for the uh, the Brighton versus Crystal Palace derby uh, and I've gone for Brighton to win at home against uh, Roy's boys um, I've got 10 out of 16 correct which is the best ratio of any of us you, so you started poorly and then you started picking more obvious ones to get that ratio up yeah. so you know fair play to you the, Fact about 16 is at the record. I'm as Marcus good as Jim at 22 and yeah, 21, respectively. Flat track bully. I'm as good at this as I am bad at Luke's Encyclopedia. Right. Um, Luke's Encyclopedia. So, yeah, that's what it feels <laughs> yeah. like. In we s- tried that, we'd have been it. S- <laughs> yeah, nothing. No one knew anyone. No one knew anything. In summary, Chelsea v Wolves to draw, May United and West Ham to draw. Aston Villa to beat Sheffield United at Bramall Lane and Brighton to beat Crystal Palace at the Amex. A £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £248.91. That's £248.91. If we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. Plus, don't forget, for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair will donate £10 to Prostate Cancer UK and we've raised £510 already this season just by doing that. So remember with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their Match House 90 markets, your winning bet will be paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by some stoppage time drama won't be affected. And that's the same for our Ramble Hacker every week. It's exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and C's apply, 18 plus only. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to begamblerware.org. I'll tell you what, I would hate to prostate to lose it. The No. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. I would prostate to lose at this game. Yeah, I think I think we got it. We just didn't mm. like it. <laughs> it's not the same thing as you, you, the arrogant. You get yourself checked out, sunshine. You've taken an arrogant position there. You thought, oh, they must not have got that. Because yeah. It's a brilliant joke. We all got it. We just didn't like it. <sighs> all I right. Call that an arrogant position. What it would could you call have been, it? Well, maybe a caring one. He's like, oh, I, I did something. I want people to understand it fully mm. and. 
I'm picking up the pieces. Or perhaps extremely naive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, nice it. Nice yeah. it. It's nice a simple game of categories, people. If you go to slow, you're going to be hearing Gary Neville's orgasm, which will leave you seven seconds. I have not uh, done this show uh, for about done this uh, done this game for about um, uh, two months now. So I, it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be a mess. It's yeah. going to be fun though. I don't, I, don't, I don't think people are ever thinking. Oh, when, a couple of months ago when Pete was doing it, it was amazing. So yeah. Wish no. we could have those days back. Yeah. Stop well, flagging the host. Marcus Cruz, yet another victory. Uh, it's boring, isn't it? Week. It's, it's boring. boring. Isn't it? the, the, Luke Nation are, the Luke Nation are a bit like um, the, the Rebel Nation. Alliance in Star Wars. No, they're not. We're Let's pick be our absolutely clear. You are like those people <laughs> that stormed the Capitol building <laughs> in America, <laughs> yeah. and you are their leader, Mr. Yeah. Donald. Pete, Pete, would you say that uh, Mark is a bit over-competitive sometimes? Uh, yes, yeah. but so are you. Uh, right. Thank you. Thank you. The amount of projection that goes on from that man. It's a draw. Um, <laughs> I want you to name, we're going to kick things off with Jim, that's all right. I want you to name every Liverpool manager since 1959. Very specific year. Already mm. a bit of a clue there. Bill Shankly. Bill Shankly. Correct. 1959 to 74. Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. Uh, 2015 to 2024. Uh, Bob Paisley. Bob. It's 74 to 83. Gerard Houllier. Gerard Houllier. 98 to 2004. Longer than you think. I'll have Rafa Benitez. You can have Rafa Benitez. 2004 to 2010. Um, brother Brendy, Brendan Rogers. Brother Brendy, <laughs> nice 2012 one. to 2015. Uh, Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, Ooh. one single year. Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, that's <laughs> me. I'll have uh, Kenny Dalglish. Kenny Dalglish, yes, 85 to 91 and 2011 to 2012. Uh, I'll go for Roy the Boy Evans. Nice. 94 to 98, yeah, I like it. I will go for Graham Sunis. Graham oh, Sunis. Nice. Oh, 91 to 94. Go for Joe Fagan. Oh! <laughs> Why does this always fall on me when, it, when we run out? Because well, that's uh, the last one I have. I don't have the ding. We- you oh, can have you. the ding. Thank you. Thank you. One point for everyone. Congratulations, guys. We've literally run out of uh, answers. Oh, oh, wow. answers. So one point for everyone. Yes. Well done. Yes. It's well a big done. win for me, that. that the Luke Nation are happy with that. Yeah, it's well, nice. We should all be it's happy nice with that. Don't, don't you frown. No, no, I'm not frowning. Right. I've had all of them. Yeah. I, hang on, hang on. I've all of them written down. Yeah. Because you guys may have got all of those right. You ain't going to get these ones right. Oh, that was a sweetener. Let's take a moment because we get endless amounts of stick online for being shit at this. And it's hard mm. when you're under the pressure. And we've nailed that. None of us even support Liverpool. No, that's a good point. Well, <laughs> well done, we do well now. Done, Luke. Hopefully we're... Liverpool fans will see that we, had, we do occasionally treat them with respect. We're great. No doubt we'll get some positive feedback. <laughs> you didn't do it quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every winner of the Asian Cup since the tournament uh, began I don't even know one. I don't even know one of them. Oh. Every winner of the Asian Cup since the tournament began in 1956. Oh my goodness. Uh, there are nine answers. I'm going to give you five seconds to maybe collect yourselves, write some things down on okay. a piece of paper. Talk about coming crashing down but to earth. <laughs> um, okay. Hmm. All right. Am I first? Yes. Um, I'll have... Think of like political trouble spots. I'll have... <laughs> I'll have Japan... Japan. He's come over here from Japan. They've won four times. 92, 2000, 2004 and 2011. Thank you. All right, this is a flyer because I've got nothing. Mm. I'm presuming South Korea must have. Oh, come, you know they have. 56 and 60, baby. You know they have. Then why yeah. is this 1960? You know they have. I am going to go for China. You're Always... not going to go for China because it's wrong. Wow. Marcus. Australia. Australia, 2015. Oh, UAE? I think they've won it. <laughs> Oh, oh, I didn't get to say that. Unlucky. What's this? What's they going have on? won it. UAE? 
Can't not at this day, haven't? I think so. Not mate. Can't at this, matey. If you'd have said, uh, if you said Iraq, you'd have been right. Iraq have won it, 2007. Yeah. Uh, Iran have won it, 68, 72, and 76. Yeah. 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 And Israel, there. Kuwait have won it, yep. uh, Qatar won it, and Saudi Arabia won oh, it three times. Yeah, 84, so, 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 88, Saudi, and 96. Saudi Arabia and Iraq I had. Mm. I remember when Iraq won it, it was quite something. All right, so Jim's got one point, uh, Marcus has got two, and Luke has got one. I'll take, uh, do you know what? China. Coming into this every week, if I get a point, I'm delighted with it. Well, that. you should be happy. I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, as I said, this, this one's going to be a, a bit more difficult. Oh, this the is one. the difficult one. This I'll is go the first. difficult one, yeah. This is the top um, one. The winter break has just been and gone with lots of footballers in Dubai. But a very popular haunt in the summer is Wayne Lineker's Beach Club in Ibiza. <laughs> Can you name every footballer that Wayne has posted a picture with on his Instagram at Ocean Beach since the 2018 World right. Cup? Oh my there goodness. are 14 footballers, Luke Moore. Whoever in this company is a production member of staff is yeah. researching this. Yeah. I want to see them afterwards. <laughs> this is not a good use of their time. It is. Okay, Excellent. so since time. 2018, yeah. I'm going to have to go with... Um, Jack Greenish obviously <laughs> Jack if that's Greenish. wrong I don't believe you yeah. correct that's a, that's an that easy is a one. touch go first are on the that current one. players are the current players no no just any players. player any player okay. any player I, I'm going to guess from the James annals Madison. of time James Madison got to be in there He's in there. Great. He's in there. I'll go for Jesse Lingard. Oh, Jellings. Oh, it's not actually. A, it's not actually. A, it's a credit to you that you don't know. Yeah, I'm no, glad. Yeah. no. How is. many are there in total? Uh, there this, are fourteen. This and you've is got a, two of them. This is a bit unfair because Jim and Luke do follow Wayne Lineker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you always know, over around, on yeah, social yeah. media always and over physically. There, yeah. you know. He's my spiritual father. <laughs> you heard the new audio book. It's got some great stuff in it. Oh, good God! Lucky Moore. Let's have one. I'm going to go with a bit of a flyer, but I think it's got a reasonable chance. Mm. I'm going to go with um, Come on. Jamie O'Hara. Oh, I like it. Ah! That was a big shout. No. I'm going to give go... you a clue there, but I'm not doing it. I'm going to go with Kyle Walker. Do you know what I had? To, I had Walker. I think they might be right now. Oh, oh, back in. So you and Jim are back in. So okay. uh, Marcus. No, he's out. No, I've. Oh, no, Marcus out. Sorry, said one um, so I got one, one more go at it. You got one more go at it. I'm going to, I'll tell you what, how about a bit of Rio Ferdinand? Oh, nice. <sighs> shame, shame. Jordan Pickford? Oh, <laughs> get a rave on. <laughs> What's he doing? He's not going there, Pickford. Uh, would you like the list of players? So yeah. no one gets a point, so no Marcus wins. Point, so Marcus wins, yeah. All right. Marcus Speller wins. <laughs> Bit of a shameless victory, someone might suggest. No, he's he's he's, he's come out with a himself. lot of credit as well. Right. <laughs> he's gone out early in the shittest one, and he still won. You could have had he's Callum. Greece. He's Greece in 2004. Yeah. yeah. You could have had uh, Callum Hudson Adoy, Chloe Kelly, Damari Gray, Frank Lampard, Harry Lamps. Maguire, Ivan Tony, Jamie Carragher, Jude Bellingham, Mark Wright from the Only Ways Essex, who have obviously played for uh, Crawley. <laughs> Michael Michael Owen don't get stuck next to him I'm having a blooming pina colada um, he, he would make that boring yeah. Yeah. Raheem Sterling Game of Darts now you're alright Mike and, and Tyron Mings so there we go oh. what a shame what yeah. a way it to was a great round I very much enjoyed it I love the fact of Grealish it was so obvious yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like there's no way these two absolute nerds are yeah. going to get any I'll get Grealish and I'll be in Clover oh, and Jim dear. pulls up the Madison yeah but Jim kind of um, you know helping me out there yeah the sort of uh, the, the, exactly Jim's the kingmaker he's darted me right in the head the, the, the Chelsea to my Leicester and your Spurs yeah if definitely. you will yeah absolutely oh dear Battle of the bridge yeah thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betfair part of the ACAST 
Creator Network. Do join myself, Luke and Jim, tomorrow for the mailbag. Also, follow us on Twitter, currently known as X, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Football Ramble, and subscribe on Spotify. There we are, everybody. The gate to the weekend is open, and of course, Pitbull is leading you all through it. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you tomorrow for the mailbag. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.